Hey, what's up? Uh, it's Plugged In Podcast. Um, yeah, real depressing week. This whole week was depressing, man. It was depressing for me. It was depressing for a lot of uh, Americans this week. Uh, a lot of real depressing for... Uh, African Americans this week and just anybody in general who cares about humans uh, I don't even know where to start like it's just uh, you know what I'm talking about is um, Danny Thomas and Stephon Clark Stephon Clark uh, the young kid out of Sacramento California and then, uh, you know, he got shot down by a police officer uh, when all he had was a cell phone. Um, and then Danny Thomas, I believe Thursday, just yesterday, uh, you know, footage of him came out. And then the story, you know, the story of him came out about what happened with him. And I want to say Houston police. I know it was in Texas. Um, yeah, then they they shot him. Uh, I didn't read it, the whole article, you know, all the details on it. Um, a lot of people they wait a whole week before they touch on it. But uh, you know, man, like. This is the thing that that fucks me up about this whole situation is how I'm so I'm not even shocked anymore. I'm not shocked when I hear about this shit anymore. I'm not shocked when I see an African-American, you know, stretched out face first on the pavement in the middle of an intersection on my Facebook timeline, on my Instagram timeline. I'm not shocked anymore. I'm used to seeing this shit. Not every day, but every year for sure. And multiple times a year. For sure. You know, it's getting to the point where... It's it's getting to the point where I'm starting to not even care. Like, when I see it, I'm starting to not even care, you know, because there was a couple of years where this shit was really fucking with me. There was a couple of years where this shit really fucked with me, really pissed me off. But then I got the saying, like, well, you know, nigga, if you ain't going to do nothing about it, if you're not going to get out here, protest, if you're not going to go join some kind of group or organization and help you know, get my feet out on the pavement, then I can't, you can't be out here, you know, tripping, having a, having an issue with everything. So I calmed all that down. Um, but now, because, and then, and then, and then also I boycotted, I boycotted the NFL, but then my brother was telling me like, okay, nigga, you boycotted the NFL, but you still watch NBA basketball and NBA players 
it's in their contract to uh, stand during the national anthem. Period. You'll never see an NBA. The last time an NBA player did that, it was years ago. It was over 30 years ago, and he got blackballed. I forget his name. You can look it up. It was a black dude. Only one dude. He didn't stand up before. I don't. I'm not sure what he. I'm not sure what he did, but I know he didn't. I'm pretty sure he didn't stand up, or at least, uh, you know, put his hand over his chest during the Pledge of Allegiance during an NBA game. And um, like I said, this is just this is a very depressing episode for me. You know, I'm not gonna be mad at you if you turn this off, but this type of shit just makes me. It make this type of shit makes me not want to do better. You know what I mean? It doesn't make me want to get out here and act like a fucking crazy ass psycho and go fucking hurt somebody. Nah, it doesn't make me do that. It just puts me in a stagnant mode to where to where I'm not going to speak on it. And I guess this is my way of speaking on it through this podcast, even though I don't get down like this on my podcast uh, or on this podcast. We we're still in the process of getting our shit uh, together. You know what I mean? As far as our whole little setup. We've been doing a lot of, uh, we, we, we've done at least five of the episodes, um, but we haven't been able to put them on this app yet, but we'll get there, you know, but this whole situation and shit, and the, and the crazy thing about all of this is, this is just, this is what I, this is what we've been shown. If I dig deep down and do my research I'm sure I'll find another man that was black that got killed by a cop this year I'm sure I'll find something it might have been uh, it might. It probably isn't a situation like this to where oh, all they had was a cell phone it probably was a little more dangerous and you know the media gonna feed off of this shit because it's ratings and us black folk, we react the same way every time we see it. And it's just getting old, you know what I mean? Plus, my brother was telling me, like, look, man, there's still so many black folks out here doing ignorant shit. You know, we see, we all want to say fuck 12 and fuck police when we see some shit like this go down. But a week later, everybody will forget about it. A week later, somebody will be on World Star doing some dumbass shit, making us look ignorant. A week later, another black man is gonna kill another black man. But you know, I don't want to hear about all that black on black crime shit because everybody knows from the beginning, black folks been, you know, ever since black folks have been shipped into the South way back when. Um, everybody knows that we all have, you know, black folks have always been set up to, to fail economically. We've been set up to fail. Look where they put us, my nigga. They put us in fucked up situations, living situations is what I'm speaking on. They got us in a fucked up living situation and we're the only race in America that can't we can't really evolve. 
sure, you got your certain individuals who evolve educally, uh, educationally. I completely fucked that word up. I said educally. <laughs> but yeah, we have we have we have uh hundred hundreds of thousands of African American kings and queens who have become very successful through education. Because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go get an education in America go be somebody so that's what a lot of people have done that are black and congratulate you know shout out to them I got number love for y'all I got that you know do your thing I wish there were more lawyers you know I wish I was guided the right the right way uh, as far as you know becoming a young man because all I wanted to do was rap like when I when I was a senior in high school in 2003, and I graduated high school, um, you 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 couldn't give me three million dollars to go to college. Jesus Christ Himself couldn't give me a million dollars to continue my education on to college because the thing is, and now that I'm 33. You know, I look back like, man, you's a dumbass motherfucker because I struggled. And the only person in my family that really pressed me about going to college was my mother. Period. I only have one other sibling. She's six years older than me. Back then, we didn't have a close relationship. We still don't, really. But we're definitely a whole lot closer than we were 15 years ago. Um. But yeah, you know, like me growing up, and I grew up in poverty. I grew up in a neighborhood that was middle class. Yeah, my mom and, and my father, they made enough money to where we didn't have to have food stamps. Um, you know, we were well off. I made, I mean, my, my parents made just enough money to where we weren't broke. We looked like we you know what I mean? Like, we made it through. We made it through, but we was broke as fuck. You know what I'm saying? I remember growing up and, and my mom telling me that they had to redo their mortgage. You know what I'm saying? They had to start over on their mortgage. Like, I don't ever want to have to do no shit like that. And then, you know, my father is a is an ex-alcoholic. He was a really bad, he was a really bad alcoholic growing up. Uh, he ended up doing some prison time because he had a lot of, you know, he had a few DUIs and they don't really fuck around with that shit in the Midwest. So, you know, my mother was always taking care of home. You know, she was kind of playing both roles. And uh, like I said, she made just enough money to get us to get us by. You know what I mean? She ain't paid for my sister's college tuition, you know what I mean, and she damn sure wasn't finna pay for mine, not that she didn't want to, she just couldn't, you know what I mean, and the thing is, with a young black man in America, like me, for example, I said all I wanted to do was rap, you know what I mean, like literally, that's all I wanted to do, all I wanted to do was rap, smoke weed, um, I wasn't even chasing, I wasn't even chasing women when I was 18, 
when I was 18, I was talking to the person, I was talking to uh, a person and me and her became real good friends, ended up being my best friend and that's who I'm married to today. But all I wanted to do was rap. You got to understand like back then in my era coming up, I, I graduated high school in 2003. Um, I'm, I'm from Kansas. I li I'm from Kansas. I live. I live. I'm from uh, the. Topeka, I'm from Topeka, the uh, capital city of Kansas. And where I'm from, there's nothing fucking there. The highlight of my week during school was to go to the varsity basketball game on a Friday night. Okay, I had bad influences growing up. You know what I'm saying? In my neighborhood, there was a lot of bloods, believe it or not. There was a there was a blood neighborhood. There was it was a blood neighborhood. I lived on a block that was pretty much ran by bloods. You know what I'm saying? My mother had no idea because I mean she knew there was a she knew there was a bunch of bullshit outside the house, but she worked too much to really focus on that. And then you got my alcoholic father in and out of jail and you know, so but all I'm doing is watching BET music videos and MTV music videos when I'm as I'm growing up. I'm more interested in uh, I'm more interested in this shit than I am in school. It, it's it's been like that since I was probably 12, all the way through 18. So I spent my whole damn 20s, you know, trying to be a rapper. And I still love to do music. Obviously, I've moved on. I have a career in uh, surgery now. And um, I ended up going to college, though. You know, I went to college a couple times in, in, in my 20s. I got a little trade and, you know, got another trade. Never went to a real university like I wanted to, though. Because, I mean, you know, back when I was 18 and I was taking... Uh, I wasn't even 18 when I graduated. I was 17. Um, I didn't turn 18 till that summer. But uh, I remember my math teacher telling me that he was going to flunk me. And this is this is as a senior. I remember my math teacher telling me. I still remember his name, Mr. Grostadier. And I could have went to, uh, I wanted to go, I actually wanted to go play football, even though football wasn't my first love. But I'm a, uh, I'm a big guy. And when I was 18, when I was a senior, I was probably, I was probably at least 220 pounds. And they wanted me to be, uh, you know, I was just going to try to go and play football or something at KU or Kansas State or, you know, anywhere in, in, the, in the area. Um, and my math teacher at the time, my senior year, all he needed, to, all I needed was a D, like I needed a to even I had a I had a I was an average student in high school and I needed a D to get into KU and he didn't even give me a, a no no I needed a C to get into KU there were so many credits and how the situation at that point at that point in my life I needed a C in the class for the year so I did the finals and all that and he passed me but he passed me with a D a D is in David. So, you know, I got enough to graduate. Didn't get enough 
to go to university to the University of Kansas State or or Kansas. So you know, I probably could have studied harder. Looking back on all this, I I probably could have did a lot better. Looking back on all this, but that definitely that definitely let me know that college wasn't my it, it wasn't my it, it wasn't going to be meant to be for me at that point in time in my life so you know like i said all i did was was was, was I'm, I'm staring at music videos you know 106 and park coming on and and the and these are the gods in in my community these are the black people african-americans that i'm seeing on tv these are the gods other than that it was michael jordan Shaq, penny hardaway these rich niggas is who you want to be growing up i don't care who the fuck you are if you're a black young black man it could be different now this is a totally different era but back when i was coming up you know i grew up in the 90s era. i grew up in the 90s era music was different it meant something um and I just wanted to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just blessed that I didn't get into a situation like a lot of these like this like like a lot of these niggas is getting into today. You know what I'm saying? Like as I'm talking to you right now, I'm driving. And um if I get pulled over tonight on my way back home, all I have is this cell phone that I'm doing this podcast through. I have my wallet too with my insurance and my license and registration. But I could die tonight. I could die tonight and um, I really don't give a fuck how anybody could look at it. Like nowadays, I truly feel like a lot of these police officers can clearly see that somebody's always going to have something but the fact of the matter is they're they're trained to kill a lot of people don't realize police are trained to kill it's just that all we see is black men getting killed you know there's other people that are not black getting killed by police because they think that so-and-so might have a cell phone or they think that he got a knife or whoop de whoop um but it's it's it seems like we're the only ones getting broadcasted. So, like I said, this shit just makes me feel some type of way. So, um, yeah, man, if you just now tuned in or plugged in, I should say, this is my uh, second official episode on Anchor. But as far as plugged in podcast is concerned, this would be our eighth episode. I'm not going to make this the official episode, though. This is the second official episode as far as the Anchor app. And this is what I'm going through. And um, back on topic, I was just, you know, I'm fucked up about this shit, man. I'm super fucked up about this shit because, you know, I, 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 I can't really talk to nobody about it. Everybody I work with. I can't talk to them about that shit. I can't bring up politics at my job. You know what I mean? Because that ain't really professional. You know, I can talk to my wife about it, but not really. She's a, she, she's a night owl. She works nights. She's a vampire. So, 
she sleeps she sleeps a lot during the day you know i might be able every now and then we spark up some conversations but it's not really about uh you know how the cops are doing a lot of black a lot of african americans out here it's fucked up i feel like we're enemy number one in our own neighborhoods and in society period um, and it's always going to look like we got the shit into the stick even though usually there's sometimes something that the victim might have been doing to to make the situation escalate to where the, you know to, to 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 them getting shot down by a police officer you know, there's been situations before, you know, Mike Brown, like I was saying, I'm not saying that nobody deserved to be shot by a cop, but let's be honest here. This dude got shot 20 times in his backyard. Whoever's backyard he was at his, I don't know. I didn't even read it because the shit just disgusts me so much. The fact that he got shot 20 times. Does that not tell you that an officer is scared or... He's trying to murder him. I don't know. Um, if you're listening to this and you want to join in, you know, let me know. Uh, you probably won't be able to join in on this episode. Um, but I'm, I think we're going to go live on Facebook tomorrow. And uh, we will be able to... We're we going to pick up on a whole bunch of shit. Because a lot of shit been going down just this week. Um, yeah. This, and this is kind of like a vent episode with me. It's very... Very, very, very depressing, man. It's very depressing. And I honestly feel, I know for a fact that black people, African-Americans in America, we won't unite as one. We're not going to, not in this lifetime. And there's so many, uh, you know, the dark, the dark skinned brothers and sisters out that live in America, they'll be they'll be extinct. You know, they'll probably be extinct in the next 300 years. You know what I'm saying? And that's a problem. Because a lot of our a lot of a lot of our brothers right now we just don't you know, there's a lot of African-American men out here who just don't fuck with women who look like their mother. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't want to fuck with them. And they're the reason why we're here. And, um, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that, though. If that's your preference, if your preference is, is a light-skinned girl, white girl, or a girl that's another race, there's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is a lot of us are just not the thing see the thing is i guess speaking back on when i was growing up and all i wanted to be was a rapper well every fucking music video i came across whether it was nelly's hot in here or fucking jay-z 
featuring UGK big pimping music video or you know even a video just any of them videos there was always a video model in the video so I grew up thinking that the bad bitches was the light skinned chicks I grew up thinking that the bad bitches were not the dark skinned chicks you've never seen a dark skinned chick in a music video ever not until like the recent years you know what I'm saying and even still you're really not going to see them um, the only time you really see them now is because you know there's so many chicks on Instagram there's, there's a lot of beautiful women on Instagram and um, hell one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen with my own eyes is dark skin but She's like mixed with Dominican, you know what I mean? She ain't just a natural African, an African woman. But, uh, you know, man, it's just a lot of shit on my mind. I know I ain't really staying on topic. And I guess my, I guess my main topic with everything going on today is how irritated I am with what America, Africans have become in America. We don't give a shit, you know what I mean? All we do is really care about impressing. All we all we really care about is shitting on the next nigga. Shitting on the next nigga. If I go to the club tonight or I go to a bar tonight and I step out with the shoes that I have on my feet, these are my work shoes. I got like four different pairs of work shoes. And uh, I'm bringing these home because I don't want to wear them at work anymore. They can just be some shoes, you know, some extra shoes I can wear when I'm doing some work around the house or whatever. I But if I show up at a bar tonight or a club with these motherfuckers on, I may not even get in. And if I do get in, they're going to be talking to sh they going to be talking hella shit. They probably going to pull their phone out and post me on the internet because it's funny and people want likes and that's how you get likes nowadays. The only time the black community in America comes together is when we say fuck the police after we've seen a brother get killed by a cop. And then shortly after that, a week later or so, everyone will fucking forget about it. That's why I want to let you know now, if you're listening and you're a young black man between the ages of, I don't know, one and uh, 75, I want to let you know now that I love you. I got love for you. Um, if I had a flower, I'd give it to you. That ain't good because, you know, to me, I feel like you deserve it now. I feel like while we're living, you need to have that type of energy and you need to hear this now. Not when you're dead, you know, not when uh, it's your funeral service, it's your home going service and everybody wants to show up. Nah, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to wait until then to let you know that I got love for you and I appreciate you, my brother, you know, but that's the number one reason that I got you know, there's a lot of issues I got with with with, with my with the, with my black folks, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really just so fucking depressing. 
You know what I mean? It's so depressing. It's and it, it, it's just like uh, some shit I seen earlier. I seen one of my friends on Facebook going to fuck off about Joe's Crab Shack. I think he's in Florida. I've never had Joe's Crab Shack, um, and I love seafood. But uh, a friend of mine on Facebook, he's a new friend. I haven't been friends with him on Facebook for, for very long, but he has some kind of content on his page that I was inspired about. So I started following him. He posts some shit about Joe's Crab Shack yesterday, I think, and how he went to go eat there. And I guess, you know, when you, when you go inside the restaurant and they seat you, he noticed that there were pictures of slave masters either hanging slaves or taking pictures either all from what i gathered at the table he was seated at they had pictures embedded images embedded into the tables at this is joe's crab shack and basically they depicted pictures of slave owners taking pictures with their slaves and so he went on this rant about it and basically was saying that, you know, we already in the hood, we in poverty, already struggling. So the niggas out here that's selling crack, selling hair on to the community. Yeah, you niggas is balling you balling you got money you got money put up but my nigga you are taking all your money and you're spending it right back outside of the community you ain't doing shit for the community but giving them turkeys every thanksgiving all you're doing is feeding them not to mention you're feeding them turkeys that some white man owns a company that some white man owns I see some of these rap niggas now and I'm still a huge fan of hip hop. Huge fan. But I see some of these rap guys now as I'm older and a lot of them are older and they still do the same shit. A lot of them still a lot of them do have more charities that they fuck with and they I guarantee a lot of them are doing a lot more. But a lot of them are still just passing out turkeys. You know, obviously that's all I see. Maybe there's more that they do for their communities, and I'm sure there are. You know what I mean? But some of these, some of these dope boys now that ain't famous, that's all they're doing. Literally, is just paying for turkeys every year, if they even do that. All I'm saying is, what what my Facebook friend seen at, at Joe's Crab Shack was fucked up, and I guarantee you there were some niggas that was there that have eaten there tonight and they noticed that shit and they still they still kept eating they didn't get up and leave we're so weak minded you know what I'm saying we don't want to fuck with nobody that looks like us we only want to you know what I mean but can't nobody fuck with us can't nobody fuck with us if you ask any black person they'll tell you can't nobody fuck with us but us. But when it come down to it, we ain't even fucking with each other. 
we're not fucking with each other unless we talking about drugs, my nigga. We're not, we're, you know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, we're not fucking with each other, period. Every now and then, you got a few that's going to bite down with each other and be 100. But for the most part, you're not supporting your next brother. You're not. I see plenty of black women out here who just don't get along and don't have a problem not getting along with the next black woman. Why would you want to live like that? Why would you want to sell dope for your whole life just to go buy rims from this white-owned company, just to go get a car from this white-owned company and, and suit, you know, suit your whip up, suit your house up? You pushing all that money you sold, you made off selling dope, you pushing all the money right back outside of the community. Because you want to get out the hood. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can get out the hood, my nigga. But do something for the hood. Let's come together and do something for the hood. Giving back to the hood is great. But do something for the hood to, to where you own it, my nigga. You own it. All, like, all the money that niggas got. They should be owning real estate. Because a lot of these rap niggas in hip-hop, they own a lot of real estate. Think about it. Akon, Akon put electricity in his old village. A lot of people don't realize Akon tried to help Puerto Rico out after the hurricane. The government shut that shit down. Now, there's a such thing as being too rich. And then when you're trying to help humanity... The government might come in, oh, nigga, chill out. You're doing too much. And that's fucked up. But that's the United States government. Or the government, period. You know what I mean? Akon doing the right thing. Some of these other niggas ain't doing what they need to be doing. And if we need to move back, that's what we need to do. We need to move back. But that's a whole nother episode. Once again, um... I'm about to get up off here, man, because uh, I got to smoke. I got to drink a little bit of something. I got a little bit of wine, and I got some cherry pie I'm about to smoke on. And I'm just going to probably watch uh, my Kansas Jayhawks. Um, watch highlights of that game because I know they just beat Clemson. And shout out to Kansas State. I hope and pray to God that KU and Kansas State can be in the final, you know, in the final four and, and end up playing for the national championship. That would be awesome. Um, but yeah, man, if you're listening to this, if you're keeping up with me, make sure you add this podcast on YouTube. We have a YouTube page. It's called Plugged In Media. P-L-U-G-G-E-D-I-N-N-N, three N's, media, M-E-D-I-A. Find us on Facebook, Plugged In Podcast. And we're on Instagram, at Plugged In underscore.